Hello and happy Monday. This is Susan Hyatt and it's go time. This is the 98th episode in a series of go podcasts designed to wake you up on your Monday morning and get you going. So I've been employed as a life coach for 10 years, and it all started with a small life coaching practice, just me and a handful of one-on-one clients, then a few more clients, then a few small workshops and free speaking gigs, and then my first ebook and my first online class, and so on and so on. I built my business one tiny turtle step after another. Nothing about my success happened overnight. It was a gradual process for sure. And today I run a multifaceted coaching business that includes online programs and international retreats, as well as a blog, podcast, webinars, and numerous products like books and card decks. And last year, my business hit over a million dollars in sales. So when people ask me, Susan, how did you build a seven-figure business? The short answer is I worked really fucking hard for a decade. Um, I worked hard and I kept taking steps forward week after week, even when things felt really stressful and really tough. I didn't allow myself to give up. And when I say that, people usually have a few follow-up questions, usually something like, okay, so how come you didn't give up? How do you manage to stay motivated week after week, year after year? How'd you become that kind of person? Well, that's what today's podcast is all about. Today's episode is a little peek inside my brain, and I'm going to share what I do and what I say to myself to keep myself feeling positive and motivated, even when stressful things happen. Look, I am by no means a perfect human being. I have flaws, I make mistakes, and I get frustrated and discouraged with certain aspects of my career, just like everybody else. But I do have a few self-coaching practices that really help me out, and that's what I want to share with you today. So here we go. What do I do when I get an angry email from a customer or a refund request? I have a no refund policy for all my product services and retreats. And this policy is very clearly stated and it appears all over my website. I have clients sign contracts that say that. Um, But nonetheless, once in a while, a customer comes along who either doesn't read the refund policy or more than likely, chooses to ignore it. And this person emails me or my assistant and wants a refund. And usually their explanation is, you know, my plans have changed. I'm no longer able to participate. It's usually pretty vague. Or if it's a retreat, they might say, my schedule has changed and now I can't attend the retreat. After all, I'd like to get a refund, please. And when this happens... I do feel irritated uh, because I feel like I've been pretty clear that uh, you need to have all your ducks in a row before you sign up with me. And if your plans change, that I'm not going to allow that to affect my plans. So to self-coach myself, I usually remind myself that, you know, people will ask and it's my job to maintain a boundary for myself. So... You know, typically people who do not have boundaries for themselves don't understand boundaries, but they need to experience boundaries to learn what those are. So 
to self-coach myself, I remind myself that the kindest thing I could do for this person really is not to give them their money back because they flaked. It's to hold the boundary that like, this is how I run my business. And no, you know, you're not going to get your money back. And so to resolve the situation, I just communicate very kindly and effectively that this is the policy and, um, you know, that they can follow through with their commitment. But Otherwise, it is what it is. I keep it clean, I keep it simple, and I keep my boundaries. Um, what I do when I get a rude or threatening Facebook message? Oh boy, this happens quite often. I've gotten public and private Facebook messages saying all kinds of outrageous and insulting things. People writing to criticize my body, my political views, my taste in music, my parenting abilities, my views on feminism and women's rights, you name it. These kinds of messages can feel really threatening and scary at times. I have had a couple stalkers. And they're also really distracting. Like, I'm in the middle of a busy work day and then, ugh, now I have to deal with this nonsense? Good grief. <laughs> so when this happens... Um, Actually, I'll be honest, most of the time I'm amused because I've built up uh, my muscle here on this. Most of the time I'm amused and I just hit delete. Sometimes, though, I do get angry. And to self-coach myself, I remind myself that any judgment that another human being has for another person, that's just a projection through their own psychological lens. So... I, it helps to remind myself that when people are saying really rude and nasty things, it tells us about them and not us, that it's a projection. And to resolve the situation, listen, the best way to resolve a situation like that is to hit delete and go create something. So I love to say, don't hate, create. So uh, the thing that really pulls me out of ruminating about something like that is to go create something awesome. So what do I do when I'm feeling seriously unmotivated? All right. Okay. So this is me basically every single morning. <laughs> when my alarm goes off at 4.45 in the morning and it's time for my 5 a.m. morning run, the first thought in my head is usually, no, no. It takes a huge amount of self-coaching to get myself out of bed and into my running shoes, and I always feel resistance. So to self-coach myself, what I love to do is remind myself of how proud I'm going to feel later and how good I'm going to feel later going through my day having already worked out. So I will envision and imagine myself later in my day sitting at my desk and the difference between how I feel when I haven't gone on my run or lifted weights and how I feel when I do do it. And it's pretty dramatic. So I use this same technique when I'm feeling unmotivated with my business projects too. So for example, if I don't feel like writing my blog or I don't feel like preparing the slides for a webinar, um, it's the same thing. I imagine myself later in the week having not done it and being panicked and, you know, that that pressure that comes from having procrastinated or having to cancel something because I didn't do the work. I don't want to do that. So 
envisioning myself in the future feeling a certain way about having done it and having not done it is really effective. So there you go. Those are a few self-coaching techniques that I use when I'm feeling threatened or anxious or stressed or just really unmotivated. And this week, the next time something stressful happens to you, remember that you are in charge of yourself and your thoughts and you can self-coach yourself. You can talk to yourself like a supportive friend. You can imagine that your personal hero or mentor is right there by your side cheering you on. You have the power to shift your entire mood and get your day back on track just by changing the way you talk to yourself. Change your inner dialogue and it will change your life. So thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. Work hard, play hard, rest hard too. Oh, and please go visit Beyonce's Instagram and check out her latest pregnancy photos if you need a little energy boost. Specifically, look for the photo where she's wearing a silky red gown with a massive crown on her head. (laughs) Yes, queen. Her photos will give you life. See you next week. It's go time. (laughs) 